One, two, one, two. This in all right? Got my can of iron brew energy. Must mean it's time for what's the chat. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Well, after putting out a trailer two months ago, I pulled the finger out and started recording this bad boy. Welcome to Watch the Chat with me, Adam Scott Pringle. Now you're probably thinking, who is this guy? Some of you might know me, some of you won't. So let me just fill you in. My name is Adam Scott Pringle. As you can hear, I'm a Scotsman from the middle of nowhere on the west coast of Scotland, but at the moment I'm occupied in London. And I've started this podcast, well, just to chat to people. Learn about people, chat shit, get to know them. People from all walks of life, not just performers, even though I am one myself. I trained in musical theatre and classical music, but I've also done some silly things on stage that have nothing to do with music whatsoever. You'll learn about me over the time, I'm sure, if you end up listening to more than this first little bit of the first podcast. But I'm here to entertain, to chat, and just have a good old time. What's the Chat is full of chat-based puns, including small chat in the doormat, where we get introduced to our guests and find out a little bit about them. Chatterbox, where I allow my guests to vent about whatever they want, no matter how big or small. We have Chat in the Hat, where you, the listeners, get to send in questions for me and my guests to discuss. Also News Chat, where I bring up some random things that were in the news this week. And also Chat and Ball, where myself and my guest fling three questions at each other that we haven't discussed before and see what we answer. And this week's guest is my good friend, Tim Phelps. He is a performer in his own right. I met him at drama school. He is an artiste, he may call himself. He is a great old man, and I hope you enjoy today's first podcast of What's to Chat with Adam Scott Pringle. And our guest for today. Knock, knock. Who's there? Oh, look. It's a strange bearded baby that slightly looks like Jesus at my door. Hello. Welcome. Before I allow you to come into this podcast, we need to get to know you first. So, let's have some small chat in the doormat. It's time for small chat on the doormat! Okay, man at the door, what's your name? Tim. Tim Phelps. Oh, Tim Phelps. Nice to meet you. (laughs) Great start already. Yeah, yeah, nice. You've already offended me a handful of times in short space. It's just like any What's other greeting with you. Yeah, strange bearded baby and Jesus. What, yeah. did, did Jesus did Jesus offend you? Uh, no, no. I suppose bearded baby, but bearded bearded baby. Yeah, I don't. That's not oh, what. I'm, no. That's not the look I'm going for. What are you going? What look are you going for? Jesus. Just Jesus. <laughs> so forget. So not baby Jesus. Just say Jesus. I don't. Is my door. Okay. Jesus is at the door. <laughs> a Jesus impersonator, okay. just by looks. I can't do. I've tried doing the magic stuff. Okay, Jesus. So, uh, what's the weather like where you are, Jesus? Oh, it's all right. I'm sat facing a window. Um, bit of blue sky, bit of clouds. That sort of fluffy candy floss type cloud. You know, that's sort of scattered. You know? So that scattered cloud. Where where are you at the moment? I'm in Worcestershire. 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 Like is the sauce. Like the sauce, so is it the exact same spelling? Yeah, it's made here. Yeah, yeah, it's from. Yeah. See, I just call it Lee and Perrins. That's probably because that's the only brand I think I've ever bought. 
Yeah, that's pretty much that the sells. only yeah the only people that sell it. I mean, I think you can get super. I'm sure other zone. I'm sure other brands are available. How's <laughs> <laughs> the weather near that's, you? Eh, uh, just the exact same. If I'm honest, London, London seems to be bright and breezy, to an extent. Um. I mean, I'm sitting in the spare bedroom in the house and the windows and doors are shut and it's pretty warm. Mm, yeah. It's, pr- it's pretty pretty moist. Mm. Hopefully by the end of the uh, podcast you'll have a nice glow on your face. Shame the listeners won't be able to see it, but I'll be able to enjoy that. That's it. So after three hours of recording, that'll... <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, three-hour podcast. We're not Joe Rogan just yet, but we'll we'll, we'll give it our best shot. So let's go into some even uh, better questions then, shall we, Tim? Let's move on from uh, Worcestershire shots. Is that how you say it? <laughs> Worcestershire? Worcestershire. Uh, Worcestershire. In your opinion, Tim, what's the best type of cheese? Mmm, blue. Mm. Just en- just blue in general. Oh, that's tough. I mean, I just wanted to say the first thing that came to me, but I do like the uh, Gouda, you know, the Swiss cheese. Um, it really depends what you're having, but blue is a great cheese, so let's go with blue. You want one answer? Blue. Okay, we'll just go with blue. Like a, a crumbly, a crumbly one, not a cheese, not a creamy one, a crumbly one. Not a creamy blue, a crumbly blue. Mm-mm. I'm sure you get a tape called that, don't you? <laughs> creamy blue. <laughs> Yeah, somewhere collecting dust. Yeah, and I'm sure you've got. I'm sure I've seen your VHS. You still got VHS, haven't you? Okay, Tim. What's your favourite puzzle? Um, life. Life. Oh, the we're going of life. deep. The puzzle of life. We've gone deep already. Me to say? The 500 piece Disney princess puzzle I have. What? Possibly. Okay. What do I you play with your niece? Have you got a favourite puzzle you might play with your niece, or she's too is she too young to play <laughs> no, puzzles? She's, just she's, got, she's got puzzles. She's got you know. She's got like a bear that's split into, you know, just like a 2D bear that's split into six parts and you have to put it back together. That's a puzzle. Um, and are those parts named? Or are they just like two legs, two arms, a body and a head? Yeah, that's it. It's a, it's a he- if I remember right. I you, nailed you, it. No, well, it. not close because the nappy is split, split into three. The, the bear's in a nappy. It's a head, uh, yeah, an arm. So head, arm, arm, leg, leg. And then the nappy is split into three. And then there's the stomach. So uh, I lost track, but that's... That's about eight pieces, nine pieces. It's four. Yeah. That's and how, how old's your niece? She's just gone one and a half. Wow. I yeah. mean, Not they, they really yet. have, they mm-hmm. really have over the years really pulled out some fantastic thing for kids. <laughs> I I really enjoy it. I really enjoy watching. I mean, now this is going to sound wrong, but like it's 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 funny to revisit children's tv you know this is she's the first child in my family so i haven't watched child's tv since i was a child and it's 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 hilarious how how um how it's changed and how that <laughs> as as an actor and a voice actor you can hear these people and how they're uh, there's this one program where every animal has a different sort of regional accent and this bee this tiny little bee comes out and has the sort of most broadest liverpudlian accent and it gets me every time. Wow. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know what to say to that. Yeah. That um, it started with riveting. what's your favourite puzzle, but... <laughs> <laughs> We're really going into it now. Okay, so let's move on from that. Tim, mm-hmm. what is the funniest joke you know by heart? Uh, I read a good one last night. Let me try and remember it to see whether it's uh, broadcastable. Um, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, Some somebody posted this on my Facebook. Somebody posted this on my Facebook, so I can't take credit for this. Um, 
it was uh, what what does Lin Manuel Miranda say um, when you ask him to throw his sambuca down the drain? What? Come on! Don't oh, don't throw away my shot! No, I'm not throwing away my. Oh, shot. I'm not throwing away my shot. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm a Hamilton. I wouldn't say fan. I'm a listener. People will be very disappointed in that, but I I watched it the other day. Yeah, me too. Me too. Hamilton, Disney Plus, well done. Um, I thought it was amazing. I got all the same sort of chills as as I as I would in the theatre, and it's probably because I miss it and I haven't been there in a long time. But just that, I could almost feel the atmosphere from inside that theatre, and it gave me yeah, little goosebumps. This is like I still haven't seen it in the theatre, and I, and I I I tried the lottery every day for two years, and the one day I won it, which was one single ticket, I was in Scotland because I did it out of out of habit. <laughs> I won the lottery to Hamilton for ten pounds front row, and I was in Scotland, and I was. What happens then? Does that mean I, there was there was an empty seat? No, you just have to if you don't claim it, it goes to somebody ah, else. I guess. All right then. No worries then, but that's that. that that's a, that's a shame for you. I mean, I was. Uh, you've I, no idea I, how gutted I yeah, was. I, I mean, yeah, obviously I it was lovely to. I was at f- family at the time in Scotland, but I was like, oh, I'll see you at Christmas, or <laughs> I'll go and see Hamilton. Because <laughs> I don't know. There's there's probably a probability somewhere on your chances of winning, and now you've already won once. The chances of you winning again, nah. I'm sorry, man. Thanks, man. You've made you've made me. I'm sorry. Hey, no, never give really up on your dreams. Well, I'll keep trying. You never know. Yeah. Okay, Tim. Next question. What do you do when you see an eyelash? I've just I've I've literally just found one on my laptop. As you said that, <laughs> I I looked down and there's an eyelash just sat on next to my so, uh, mouse pad. This is great. This is like in the moment. Would uh, with that eyelash? Well, currently I picked yours. it up. There, there was enough yeah. clam on my finger for me just to press it, and it stuck to it. I've turned it Great. the right way. I've brought it to my mouth, and I'm just going to go... <sighs> I love it. Oh, man. Yeah, that was magical. It's, hey, it's, just, it's just landed. I blew it, and it's just landed back on back on my laptop. Oh, let's see, that's slightly disappointing. Do I not get another wish, then? No. Oh. Not if you know it's the same eyelash. Well. Technically, you don't even know if it's yours. <laughs> that's true can <laughs> it you wasn't in your on, face can you not wish on somebody else's eyelash no that's cheating uh, I read that's like that. that's like when you find a fiver mm-hmm. but it's not you You kind of know it's not yours you're not 100% sure because you can never be sure but if you're in the middle of a tube station you find a fiver on the floor yeah I mean I don't know when the last time I had cash anyway yeah but I found £20 once at a at like um, like a fair, a fete, you know, it was like an outdoor market store. There was activities and stuff, um, and and there was no way, like it wasn't mine, but there was no way of knowing whose it was. There was like, you know, you say that, and there was no way of knowing who. If you say, oh, it, it could have been mine, like doubt it, doubt it. But it could have and been. What did you do? But the the question is, what did you do with that uh, money? I I wish I hadn't started this story because I don't think I handed it in anywhere. I was young. I was young. I was 14. I found £20 on the floor. That was a big thing. I was like, man, yeah, man. I, can, I could spend all day on the coconut shite now. A few more questions to go, and then we'll move on to the next section. What's the most ridiculous fact you know? 
Butterflies produce fake semen. Sorry? Butterflies produce fake semen. So, I think that's correct. Okay, first, firstly, wow. And secondly, why is it fake? Um, because if they, um, they inject it into uh, the female, um, and if they, they like to spread their seed, and if, they're, um, if they go to a female and they haven't got much left in them, they produce fake ones, because if another male comes along and is like, ah, somebody's already been there, I'm not going to go there, leaving more chance for the little bit that um, the first one did put in there to, uh, to make babies. Wow. Yeah. I mean... I think it's butterflies. There you go. Yeah, I'm, sh I'm sure it is Don't, butterflies. You, you, you can't really say that this podcast isn't teaching people the new things. Mm, I wouldn't. I, I would be lying if I if I if I if I said I didn't learn that from another podcast. But it's it's one of the most interesting facts, and it's the first thing that came to my mind. So yeah. you know, we're all learning here. We're all all learning. Every day is a learning day. What secret conspiracy would you like to start? Would I like to start? Yeah, if you were to, if you were to create a secret conspiracy, what like flat earth? What would it be? Yeah, but like think of a new one. Um, a new one. Okay. Um, I don't know. My mind is just going to all the ones that 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 I've heard of. I like to play with thoughts, especially around simulated realities and and um, things like that. I like to think that we're all in a game of Sims. Um, I uh, see what you mean. Well, funny you say that. We, we I watched, uh, Steph and I watched Truman Show the other day, mm. again, for the, like the hundredth time. It's just such a great film. And I said, and Steph said the same thing, that I remember when f I first watched that and for like a good few days, if not a week after that, had little moments of, is this, is this all real? <laughs> like, yeah. And you look it up, there is like a, a Truman Show syndrome like people had like after watching that film and that even without that film like people thinking that they're in like a big brother scenario but like the whole world around them yeah it's just a tv show like yeah. i remember being whatever age i was i was a teenager i'm sure and 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 thinking is that guy is that guy watching me <laughs> like i remember it yeah thinking that he was like a runner for the show and he was keeping his eye on you yeah yeah that would be a that would be a great thing to to wind somebody up with you could do that couldn't you you could take a bunch of actors somebody that already has like a routine like they walk to work every day and just take the same actors to like spill coffee on him every day or you know offer him a voucher darren brown did it didn't he with the the oh. end of the world the end of the well, he 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 does it a couple. He's done it a few times. He did it with like killing some somebody died and um or, or killing somebody. But he also did it with the end of the world, and I'm sure it was Channel Four. I mean, I I love Darren Brown. I, all of his stuff is great because it's 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 magic. But it has it has that like it it makes you, it leaves you thinking something. I can't. Yeah. It wasn't the end of the world one. The one the the zombie one the, where he tricked the guy. No, that was Apocalypse. I don't. Something like that, apocalypse, wasn't yeah. it? Where he he got somebody and thought it was the end of the world, and he was in like a, a like a building that was like it looked like a community center, but it was yeah. like <laughs> yeah, yeah, like doing that, like immersive theater, but people are unaware of it. Yeah, like that would be a great birthday present to like pay for somebody as a seek as a surprise. I mean, it's a horrible present, but at the same time, great that you pay 
for your other half or a family friend or whatever <laughs> to, to be immersed in a, something that's I think this is a money making scheme right here I don't <laughs> I think we should get in touch with who's it Punch Drunk or Secret Cinema yeah and they do like like secret millionaire but like secret I don't know secret and the thing is if, if you're know. not if well, think you're not aware it. that you're in an immersive piece of theatre like what like the, there's not sort of protection there i'd worry and the people that are, that go on these darren brand programs are, have all been like psychologically tested and they make sure that they're fit and they're not just gonna like have a heart attack when they see a zombie so you know i'd worry if i set that up for my nan's birthday and was like pretending she was in an apocalypse she she wouldn't yeah they may, you may you may need to ha- make sure that the health of the person that <laughs> you're doing it like a secret a secret health form I don't know how you would do that. With yeah, well, that's, that's what Darren Brown does. He you know signs, what I mean. He signs you up. He says, I'm going to, you know, uh, do you want to take part? And he says that you haven't made it. But even though you've gone through, you know, you filled out the forms and whatnot. And then he says, you you know, we've gone another direction. And then they do. Yeah, yeah. So they, they, they managed to get their health and safety stuff. Um, but right. hey, you want to look into it. I mean, I'm all for it. I think there's money. I think there's money to be made there. So a uh, couple more questions. Okay, Tim. We're we're slightly stagey, the pair of us, to an extent. Maybe me more than you. Mm-hmm. But this question: mm-hmm. What movie would be greatly improved if it was made into a musical? So a movie that's not been made into a musical <sighs> yet. Oh, has Mrs. Doubtfire been made into a musical yet? I feel like that mm-hmm. has. Has it? Mm. Yeah, it's, it was in Broadway. Was it? Um, <laughs> I would like to see uh, the interview. Uh, you know the interview, Seth Rogen, James, James Franco. Oh, with with with, with Kim, Kim Jong Un. Yeah, because they have that beautiful musical number where they sing fireworks in the uh, <laughs> in, in the tank, and that would be beautiful, sort of Miss Miss Saigon style. Um, you know, big tank explosions and and singing fireworks. I think it would be beautiful. I'd pay good money to see that. But it may cause some political international issues again yeah <laughs> but you never you never know did it or was it just a publicity stunt mm, we'll see yeah okay last question of this section tim what is something that is really popular now but in five years everyone will look back on and be embarrassed by embarrassed by like embarrassed that they once owned them or that they're still using them now like if somebody was walking around with a walkman now you'd be like get yourself an ipod no ipods are people don't even have ipods these days Oh no, I've seen I've seen still people use iPods. Do I? Like they leave it in a car, things like that. Oh yeah, yeah, like okay, yeah, like a one for a specific place. Crocs. Crocs. Yeah. I think I think people are embarrassed by them as soon as they came out. I was embarrassed to see. It. I mean, sorry, mum, if you listen to this, if she ends up listening to this, but. She she likes a croc, and to be fair, I would shove them on if I was to go to the back garden up in Scotland to to pick up some dog poo. I know. I was. I've been really considering it. This is bad. I was in I was in Lidl the other day, and they had you know they have those crazy baskets sort of down the middle of the aisles um, at the far. Yeah. And you you never know what's in there. It's like pick and mix for adults. Like who knows? And they had like a whole basket of crocs, um, and I was so tempted because. Yeah, whenever you're popping out into the garden or whatever, and I want something, it looked like oh, they look comfy. It looked like your feet could breathe, but I couldn't bring myself to it. I've got a pair of sliders, I've got a pair of slippers. They're a bit more stylish, but 
Yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, Crocs is it was a good shout straight away. I think if you were keeping relevant, I think people must get be getting bored of TikTok now. Oh well, whether they're getting bored of it or not, it seems like countries are banning it. We've had India and yeah, that's Australia, probably a good. That's probably Australia, a good. So, um, you know, maybe it'll get banned before. Uh, beforehand yeah like but i remember say you you say that but there were apps like that that we used to use say five years ago like do you remember dub smash oh yeah where you would mime over yeah that's right yeah it would play like um a famous quote from a film or a tv show and you would or, mime it yeah or a song and we created loads of those i've got so many of us drunk on 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 the tube on the way back and just sort of uh doing these stupid um dub smashes but i've still got a couple of them on my phone i'm not embarrassed by them i if like and i've and i've had tiktok as well i don't have it anymore but if i found those videos in five years would i be embarrassed i think it's a i think they're wonderful little short films some of the videos are great and really funny but i remember when it first started and and i didn't touch it for the first month of lockdown and then i went i'll give this a go and the amount of time that I put into one video was ridiculous at points. <laughs> like I would reshoot and try and listen to what was been said from yeah. some episode of Big Brother. I was more. I wasn't into the dances. I was more into the the you know the, the doing the quotes and like you said, like pretending that you were Big Brother. And they did. They used to t- take forever. I used to like doing. Um, uh this country and i was and i i remember watching people's and they have all these different costumes that they put on and it looks so simple i'm like oh, yeah i can do that i put a dressing gown on for this character and then but it was so back and forth it was it, it was ridiculous and i remember spending i don't know an hour trying to put this thing together and then when i finally yeah. had it, i was finally happy with it i shared it on tiktok but i don't have you know i wanted to share it on instagram that's where i've got friends um and so um I shared it on there and it kept going out of sync. And that happened multiple times every time I uploaded it. So in the end, I was like, what's the point of this? Every I, I worked so hard on getting that lip sync right. And then I uploaded it to Instagram and it would just, it would put me out of sync. So I got angry with it and we fell out. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry about that. That means a lot. Okay, our next section, section of the podcast is Chatterbox. <laughs> So, Tim Phelps, welcome to Chatterbox, please. Thank you. What's your annoyance? Um, I I hate having too many things in my pockets that my trousers start to fall down. Um, That's, do you know what? That's, that, is, that is good for the times as well. I said this the other day. When I went out for the first time on public transport in London, it's normally like... like Phone, wallet, and keys. Mm-hmm. Headphones, and maybe. Headphones. Yeah, yeah, headphones. That's it. The other day, I had to my I had to make sure I had a mask. Yeah. I then had a spare mask just in case. Mm-hmm. Like, and then I also had hands uh, hand gel. Yeah. And it's all um, it's it's all in in these pockets, and I and those things are so small that it would be stupid to take a whole backpack just to carry exactly two, two masks and, and, and a hand sanitizer um like spot yeah yeah but i tell you what i have started doing i don't think it's yeah. super fashionable i used it while i was you know while i've been um 
uh, been in other countries and stuff where, you know, they say keep your, your phones and your belongings a bit closer to you, I wore a little bum bag. And actually, I've worn that quite, uh, you know, quite a few times since, since uh, you know, coming to London, you know, it's coming home. It's not a bad like, It's all there. Yeah. I've got a little. I've got one of those little bags that over the shoulder. What do you call them bags? It's like oh yeah. A, it's not a bum. What, what do you call them? You see, all the, every, every bags. drug dealer you walk, every, <laughs> every drug dealer you walk past in the street, they usually have one. Yeah. I'm just guessing, by the way, but I've seen I've seen a few dodgy dealings around the area. I'm not gonna lie, and a lot of them have these little bags next to them. Yeah, like a um, uh, like a man. Like what do they call it? Like it's like a handbag, basically. It's like a handbag for men, is it? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that I might start might bring it back out. Yeah, but that's being. I don't like that. I don't because that's on your shoulder and stuff, and it's flapping about. What I like about a bum bag is it's secure. It's there. It feels like an extra pocket. It's not you know. It's, when your, you, it's around my where? It's around your fanny. Around your fanny. That's why they call it in America fanny but, pack. Yeah, for all of our American listeners, uh, fanny pack. <laughs> all those Americans thinking. Who's this guy? <laughs> How have we ended up listening to half an hour of this? Oh, wait. Who listen to this? They've, they've talked about <laughs> absolute nonsense, and now we're taking the piss because it's called a fanny pack. All right, do you want to do you want to know sure what else I hate? Oh, okay, go for it. Yeah, yeah, go for it. I hate. I don't know whether I can say this. Brat. Okay. I, mm, those. How do you? I I hate travel lodge t- toilet roll. I don't know how I could word that better. Not just travel lodge. Premier Inn. I haven't tried them more. I've I've done you know I've done a a lot of touring, um, yeah. and staying in different hotels for you know for for a long period of time, and there's nothing to them. They're like dust. I I I have to carry my own with me, and I don't I don't need anything fancy, but just just a bit more you know just maybe a three ply, even a good two ply. But it was they're just like dust, and I can't I can't stand them. I'm more than happy for them to install a little little bum pump, little you know, little, little hose in all of them. I I've I don't know if tried I don't know if it's technically it. called a bum pump, oh. but yeah, we'll go. <laughs> like you, I don't know what I don't know what they're called, but you, you know bidet. what I'm talking about. Is it it's not a, bid, a bidet? A, a bidet, fine. Yeah, yeah. Those I've, little things you get when you go on holiday and it sits next to the toilet and that people chill their beer in it. Chill their beer in it? Nah, nah. Now I've I, I know I know what you're on about, but now these are just like a, like a tap a hose that that is next to you, and and then you 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 you, you pull it up. It's like a retractable hose. And then you just take it to where it needs to be, and and, and give it a give it a good old squirt. And we're not using any paper there. And wow. I've I've been I I have been on a really great toilet before. Um, there was wow. this toilet in um, I think it was a theatre in Shanghai, and there was this private sort of suite in the theatre, like VIP room that they had opened to us for like a green room or something, and. And this toilet, it had a computer on the wall next to it. You didn't need to touch it to open it. You walked to it and you'd press if you wanted one or two, you know, lids lifted. And, and it would do that for you. And then you'd sit there. And then when you were done, you would say what kind of hose you wanted. And you could have a fast one. You could have just a, like a light sprinkle. And, and, and you'd press that. And the best bit of all, when you were done, you click the next button and it puts a little hairdryer. So you don't have to move. You don't have to touch anything. You just sit there, clean, dry. You get up, you're done. It was... It was I mean, that's living the dream, living the dream right there. Yeah, um, but at the same time, I don't mind. I just a classic, a classic wipe. <laughs> We're talking. <laughs> I mean, when 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 this whole happened this year with the COVID nineteen and the toilet rolls were like going, the, the, people seem to run out of toilet roll. <laughs> yeah, 
And folk were like, just wash yourself. And just after you, every time you go for a shit, just jump in the shower. <laughs> Man, if I did that, I'd be in the shower three or four times a day. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, and I'm all for cleaning myself as well, you know, but not, you know, not using paper, but like use the hose do something that's made for it like waddling over to your shower after just that's not no i'm not for that no no and like you said i'd be doing it i'd be doing it three four times a day i don't have time for that okay tim next section of the podcast chat in the hat whoa it's time for some chat in the hat We've had two, both for the both for the same person. Was it your fiance? It certainly was because <laughs> no one's listened to the podcast yet, so no one can send in a question. Not really. Okay, here we so, go. So, I had an option of two, so I went with chopsticks for hands or wheels for feet. Uh, like one chopstick each hand, or have I got like two chopsticks on each hand? Like each each hand is just a single. T- <laughs> Just a single, single okay. each hand is a single chopstick. And you say wheels for and feet? It, or wheels for feet. Can I control them like rollerblades? Or am I just like flopping all over the place? Well, they, they are your wheels, so I suppose you can do as you please. Yeah, for sure. Then wheels wheels for feet. I'd learn to I'd learn to control them. If not, I'd get some custom shoes made. I'd be able to walk. But come on, chopstick, like just one chopstick. If, if they were two chopsticks, I'd have little pincers. I could, I could maybe go down that route, but just one stick in each hand or not even have a hand but just coming out of my flesh i don't yeah wheels for feet wheels for feet what about what you? happens if you get a flat what happens if you get a flat tire you didn't you didn't tell me they were rubber tires i was assuming they were like wooden yeah. car tires well <laughs> to be honest this question has many questions in itself because you, it, it could be chopsticks for hands but then how thick are the chopsticks are they just two big sticks oh yeah they, are they literally just sticks for arms and then wheels for feet. Is it car tires, yeah. or is it like is it like Heelys? Yeah, your listeners need to be a bit more uh, specific. <laughs> no, I we, I've listeners. played this game so many times, and I always have the same problem. I ask too many questions. I'm like fish, yeah. fish, fish for eyebrows. Oh, so is what? What kind of fish is that? Because you know, I know some fish smell worse than others, and I ask too, yeah, too many questions. Yeah. Do you want to know what the other question was? Yeah. Because we've already talked about the toilet so i thought i'll skip this question let's let's not go too crude in episode one but we've we've already talked about toilet paper and bidets so the question was do you wipe standing up or sitting down or sitting down sitting down yeah how do do you do a little stand up and check do you do a little you stand up a little bit a little bit of both if i'm honest yeah yeah you don't do a little stand up to check to check what everyone's all right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I suppose the I doctors would advise that's good to do from time to time. Um, yeah. But I stand up at the end, and I suppose if there was a big problem, I'd know. <laughs> stand up at the end and take a bow. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's how I do every. Imagine you did that every time you went to the toilet. Every time you, every time you, ha- you, f- you finished a good old poo, and you stood up and just take a little bow in the mirror. Yeah. And if you like, that's how I- If you blur your hearing a little bit, the the flush of the toilet almost sounds like a big applause. That sort of white noise. That's it. Yeah, you close your and eyes. And especially if you can always and always close the lid when you flush. Thank you. There you go, folks. Always close the lid while you flush, because then germs can spread. Wow. That's what I've learned. 
I've learned so much about germs in the past four months. How long have we been in this thing? This, this, what's this? What coronavirus? Yeah. I think technically, what since March, it all kind of kicked off big time. Yeah. Yeah. April, May, June, July. Yeah, nearly four months. Yeah, all right then. Well, I've learned a lot about germs in that time. Saying that, anyway. I remember hearing about it in, in a month or two before that, January, February. Yeah. I remember yeah. hearing something happened, and I was like, oh. It's crazy. Yeah, right. I was, I was, I was in India in February, and like it was, it was a thing there. I remember when we were going through the airport, people were wearing masks, and um, you know there was talk of it, but you know, no idea it would then transcend, you know, into where it had. Yeah. Well, I flew out to Finland to join the ship that was going between Sweden and Finland in February. Yeah, that's right. And I yeah. remember there was a handful of people, including the other singers that in my contract were wearing masks because I was like. And I, I was the only one that, that was like, nah, we we wear a mask for. Don't be so silly. Like, it's it's something that's happened in China. Yeah. But, like, the things happen all the time. Don't worry about it. And then over the space of three weeks, I was then being flown home because the dancers from Ukraine, their borders were shutting. <laughs> so we had to get flown home. And then, and then soon enough, we were in lockdown. So it just shows you how quickly, from my such a passive thinking, nah, Oh, there's one case in Brighton. Oh, I'll be all right. But we were getting mixed, you know, um, opinions. Or we have mixed because, information, because yeah. yeah, everybody was saying that you know a mask isn't isn't recommended or isn't isn't necessary. Um, and everywhere you yeah. looked, you know, you looked on the the leaders website. of the the leaders of the free world were telling us not to wear a mask. Yeah, and then all of a sudden they said do, and so you can understand why people are like confused and sort of conflicted and, and don't know what to do. Um, but I yeah. think it's just about being polite, isn't it? I mean. If people have actually, if you're going into somebody else's business, you know, um, respect it. You know, it's not for you; it's for them. You know, who've been there all day. Um, but yeah, I remember. I remember getting on the aeroplane to to India, and the first person with the air hostess that we were greeted by had a mask on. I was like, you know, n- nobody else was on the plane, but but she was. I was like, sh- sh- should we should we all be doing this? And it that was the first sort of scary bit. I was like the the person that's taking us onto the plane. It wasn't just like a scared sort of passenger in the airport. The person taking us onto the plane. It was like, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Well, that was a uh, that was chat in the hat. Okay, now this is a little just a quick section of the the podcast news chat. This is news chat. Did you know that Hitler had an alligator? No, no, I, I he well. Had- he had a shepherd dog, didn't he? Well, he did. He had an alligator called Saturn. And Saturn died not that long ago, aged 84. Oh, wow. He outlived him. Yeah, Hitler had an alligator. If if that's if that's one thing to sum up Hitler, he didn't do a thing in half. <laughs> he had an alligator called Saturn, and it just died. Yeah, that's fantastic. But it, it, I mean, it doesn't blow my. I haven't, I haven't seen this, and we don't need to go down that route. You're going to tell me too, but I'm sure you have. Uh, I haven't seen Tiger King yet, but you know there are those people that love those crazy wild animals, making them feel powerful, and you know. But um, I would have liked it if, if actually Hitler's demise would have been because he was eaten by his alligator. Yeah, like I find cats stressful enough. I love dogs, but cats I find stressful. Yeah, I think you know this. Yeah, I'd absolutely, yeah, we, I think we both prefer dogs far more than cats. Like, no offence to cats and cat owners, I know we've got some mates that have got cats. Yeah, for all you cat <laughs> listeners out there. But, all you cat listeners, 
Oh, hey, all you cool, cool cats and kittens. See, if you've not seen Tiger King, you, you don't know what that phrase is, do you? No. Oh, I've, seen man, enough you Tiger, watch I've seen enough Tiger King memes that I feel like I have seen it. Oh, it's just great. Well, they, that's what that's one bit of news that I recently learned. You know Gary Oldman? Yeah. The actor? Yeah. Do you know, do you know he had a sister? He has a sister. No, I didn't. Do you know who she is? Mm. Um, well, how old is he? He's, what is he, like 50? Gary Oldman? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It could be anybody. It's Mo from EastEnders. What? You know Mo from EastEnders? <laughs> I'm playing along as I do. A... I've got no idea. I don't watch EastEnders. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, neither do I really, but if you look up who Mo is, Can I, I think a, a real name on my phone. Yeah, go for it. Layla, Layla Morse and uh, is her stage name. Maureen Oldman is her real name. Her birth name, if you want to call it that. And that's and it's Mo. Mo she, she, you'll know who it is. She was... No way. Yeah, yeah, no. Of course I recognise her. Yeah. That's Gary Oldman and his sister. Oh, no way. That's crazy. I'd, I'd all... like to join them for Christmas one year. It's a really cool story, bro, I know. But it's just... what This is, a, this is the... News chat of the, the podcast, just for random facts for folk that didn't know. Thanks, mate. My life is enhanced. Talked about Hit, Hitler's alligator and, <laughs> and Gary Oldman's sister. <laughs> Mo from EastEnders, yeah. Great. So this is the last section of the podcast now. I know. Don't be too sad. It's called Chat and Ball. Let's play Chat and Ball. Tim, I'm going to let you take the lead and ask the first question in Chat and Ball. Whoa. Um, I was hoping that you'd go first because I wrote so many questions because I had no idea what route we were going down. But let's start here. No, man. Go with it. Go with it. Go with the flow. Well, Busted, um, they predicted a lot um, about the year 3000. But what would you most like to see in the year 3000? The year 3000. I would like to see everybody to be happy. (laughs) (laughs) Such a poor answer. No, in all, in all honesty, if 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 everyone is still about in the year three thousand, if everyone either hasn't killed themselves uh, in terms of like or pollution and, yeah. and each other, if if humanity is still a thing in the year three thousand, I would just love to see the comfiest bed in the world. Like they've nailed beds, as in, like I've no complaints about the bed I have now. And, uh, and other beds I've been in. But sometimes you complain. I just would love the perfect bed. You know that kind of bed where as soon as you get in it, you fall asleep. Yeah. Every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to have to be like... It's going to have to need some sort of Like a CBD system, mattress. Like something that knows you and what you like and that will rock you or, I don't know, hold you in the position like you a, like. Like a mattress that has CBD in it and it just comes through your body. <laughs> As you lie down in it, and it just like you fall asleep. That would be good for your health, mentally and physically. I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't expect you. I didn't expect that to be your answer. I like it. Yeah, I don't know. I just well, th- th- this is the whole point in this this section. We don't know the mm. questions, and we just come out with <laughs> whatever mm. we think. Yeah. Okay, you ready for mine? Absolutely. What thing? The creepiest thing you could say if you were passing a stranger on the street, and you've and you've never seen them before. Not what? Not once, and you just go up to them and and say something to them to freak them out. What would you say? Everything twinges when you walk past. 
everything twinges when you walk past. Yeah, I mean, this is this is borderline sexual assault here. Um, I don't recommend anybody trying this. You said the creepiest thing. Oh, the, uh, here, uh, uh, anything that we say in this podcast, nobody <laughs> should ever take as gold. <laughs> oh, this isn't an advice podcast. <laughs> no, 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 no. We aren't. We aren't trained professionals. This is just two idiots chatting sh- shit. That's quite a good one. Yeah. Like two idiots chatting shit. What's the chat yeah. rebranded? Two idiots chatting shit. Two idiots chatting shit. Mm. When nobody wants to come on as a guest, <laughs> we'll rebrand it. <laughs> two idiots chatting shit for your pleasure. Yeah, I like that. There you go. That was good. Oh, I like that. My question now, isn't it? Okay, here we go. Yes. Second question. It's your second question. Um, what was your average weekend? As a teenage Scot, like, Average weekend. your mates are like, right, let's go out. You're not old enough to drink, you know. You're not. Well, I mean, you might be drinking, but you're not old enough to go out to, cl- to the clubs. You know, sort of 16, 15, 16. Your mates like, free weekend. What are we doing? We used to at that age go camping. Yeah, because Matt's my, my uh, hometown, Girvan, in the west coast of Scotland. Mm-hmm. Um. Shout out to the GYT, Govern <laughs> Young team. <laughs> um, we used to, um, yeah, we used to go camping and that's when we started like having a cider. Remember when you used to buy like the three big, three litre bottle of cider for yeah. two quid? Yeah. Frosty or one ninety nine, Sparkling whatever it was. lightning or something. Yeah, we used to go, we used to go camping out to like the outskirts of Govan or like, there was Pinmore and Pinwerry and all these different places and mate oh, David had a, well, like quite far away. Like, how long are you? How long does no, it take well, to get here? Well, in terms of a drive, it's like a 15, 20 minute drive. But what we used to do, we used to go camping, get annihilated and eat and whatever else, and set bonfires and chuck cans of links mm. into the bonfire, thinking it was hysterical and ne- nearly killing everybody there. And then we wake up in the morning, walk back to the hometown, which is about a 50 minute to an hour walk, I think it might have been at least. Mm. Um, and walk back through a road. There's no path. <laughs> There's no paths. It's just a road. And we would walk at six o'clock in the morning. And then when the shop opened at seven, you go in, you get a, a rolling square sausage and a can iron brew, eat it, go home, and then fall asleep till four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, nice. <laughs> that was it. That yeah, was you you did you did it properly then. I mean, this is funny because I mean that that would almost be my average weekend. We had a certain location that we would always go to, but it wasn't that far away. I mean, it was about a 20 minute walk. <clears throat> so um, I would just, you'd wake up in the morning and I'd just make sure I was home in time for a Sunday roast. But we used to do the nice. same stuff. We used to chuck all sorts on the fire. Like in, you know, it started with you just, you'd, you'd uh, throw a lighter on there or something and then it would get bigger and you put like a Lynx can or a tin of baked beans. Um, and and then then my, my mate um, this wasn't a time I was with him but it was somebody that we always used to go down camping with he was he was doing that and this tin of baked beans exploded and a shard sliced the side <gasps> of his neck like own, like no. it, it it could have been a lot worse like you know he lived to tell the story but it yeah some of the some of the stuff we did as kids man ridiculous like and and how nobody was really hurt mm. at points. Like I won't name names, but I remember we once down down at the in the sh- the the beach um in my hometown they would keep like Christmas trees, um 
I don't know if they were old or new for the next Christmas or whatever, but there used to be just a whole area of Christmas trees. And one 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 day, a big group of us were down there, and one of the boys just set it alight. <laughs> <laughs> just and like I'm talking like fifty to a hundred Christmas trees just what? lying there, and ablaze. <laughs> And my mum, my mum phoned me saying, "You're not near those Christmas trees, are you?" And I was like, "No, it wasn't me." Did they catch him? Like, short, like? No, no, he he bolted it. Um, I would say who it, it may have been two. It was two. Well, it was two of the boys, but one of them I think said it, and then they bolted it, and the rest of us just stood there as the police and fire engine turned up. <laughs> so you remained Christmas. there. You 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 were there when it started, and you Tunics. remained there. To an extent, I think we all kind of lingered about the area to see what was going to happen, but we knew that we couldn't get in trouble because we didn't do it. Mm. That would have gone viral on TikTok if that had been a thing back then. Yeah, because that was like that was before you could really start recording stuff. Like I'm sure my mobile at the time was like a Nokia, whatever the bricks yeah. that you could fling off the wall and would be fine. Yeah, with a snake on it. That's it. Yeah, I like it. And then I had Classic. I had a little pink. Motorola Razor, you know, little flip phones. That's what I had throughout school. Oh, yeah. I had that one that had the little lights in the side of them that, that would flash. A bit like those flashing ringing. trainers when you walk. That's it. But the phone flashed, and I thought that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. I like that question. Uh, okay, Tim. Mm-hmm. What two totally normal things become really weird if you do them back-to-back? Um, sex and a puzzle. What first sex or the puzzle? No, I think I think it's okay if you do the puzzle first. It could be a hot and steamy puzzle, but if you have sex, then you're like, you know what I want to do now? Puzzle. I think that's weird. Yeah. Why? What would you yeah. say? Oh, see, I never thought of my answer. Mm. I just thought it was, I thought it was a good question. I I would say. Having a shower and then go for shit, <laughs> <laughs> in that order. There we go. We're going back to this having a shit. But if you went for the shower first, yeah, and then after you've had a shower, you went, oh, I'm gonna go for shit. Yeah, but if you were, and if you decided to stop using toilet roll and you were doing that thing where you have a shower after every time you shit, you'd just be in like a constant loop between the shower and the toilet. You'd be wrinkly. You'd be wrinkly as well because you'd be constantly in water as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's not great. Yeah, I like that. Surely there's something like going to the doctors, like having some sort of medical exam and then eating a jam donut. I don't know. I'd like to jam donut. I'm, that... I'm sure the listeners are going through things in their head right now. Seeing that, if somebody's meta- I'm jealous of people's metabolism if they're going more than three or four times a day, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Metabolism. I've got a good story. Um, I've never had a good metabolism. About metabolism? Yeah. Yeah, I'm full of them. Um, <clears throat> is it about metabolism? It's about a buffet, right? Pizza Hut, to be precise. Um, I remember when I was younger, <laughs> my sister reminded me of this story uh, recently because she worked at this said restaurant. And um, me and my friend went there when we were probably about that age, 14, 15. And um, we had heard a rumor that it takes a while for your body to realize that it's eaten something. Um, So, uh, you know, when you eat slow, you can kind of like you feel when you're full up. 
So our plan was to do the opposite and was to eat as fast as we could so our body didn't realize that we were eating so we could get absolutely the most for our money. We only had a glass of water. We didn't, we didn't want to fill up on any, any sugary drinks and we ate as much as we could in the pizza hut and then subsequently threw up. My sister was not best pleased. Um, I mean, I mean, I would have found that hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah, just just shoveling it in there, thinking, thinking, yeah, uh, we can trick our body, and then it'll be like, ha ha, we won. No, body always wins. The amount, the amount of ridiculous things I've done over the years. As someone who used to be a very fat child, who then would try these ridiculous things that I would Google or or be told by somebody <laughs> that would either quicken up your metabolism or or lose weight by doing this. Yeah. Like yeah. I I remember buying these things that were like just bin bags, but bin bags cut out for your body. Right. To to then put underneath your clothes to make you sweat profusely. <laughs> what, like, <laughs> like the guy in Monty in the full Monty that wraps himself in cling film. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly that. There used to be a company and I it, it must have been back when like like these adverts on social media were just you took them as solid, yeah. And I remember seeing this uh, this advert for this this guy had this like it was a it really was just a bin bag but cut out in the shape of a t shirt, and I would put them on underneath my clothes and then do things and be sweating like <laughs> like nobody's business, <laughs> thinking man I'm gonna get so skinny with this. <laughs> like why I thought that was a good idea is beyond me. And I spent like a good bit of money in that, I'm sure, on what was just bin bags with holes in it. Ridiculous. That that's hilarious. We we're so alike. Um, you know, I think our childhood's very similar. Um I used to um sweat a lot and I don't and I'm I'm just really proud of you of you sharing that story. I mean, you know, I'm sure that you didn't go around telling your friends that you had a a bin bag not at all weight loss machine underneath your t-shirt at the time not at all <laughs> i don't even know what the company i mean if the company's still going i'd be very surprised i don't you couldn't even tell you what, the, what it was other than it just looked like a good idea yeah yeah well i i once bought um what was pretty much sanitary towels for my armpits um they were a real thing. I would, I would profusely sweat when I was younger, and you, I'd go out dancing. You go out to the clubs, and I was so embarrassed because I would just, I'd be wearing a nice shirt, and it would be, it would be horrible. And I was trying to, you know, look my nicest. And I found these things online that were, um, they literally were sanitary towels for your armpits. They were just shaped slightly differently, so it had, it had padding to soak it up, and, and um, you know, uh, sort of, you know, like a plaster to attach it to your to your skin. And I and I just put yeah. one in, under each armpit and went out. I mean, I wouldn't tell anybody that you know at the time, and I don't know whether I've ever shared that with anybody since. <laughs> but that that's the crazy stuff we do because I'm like, I, you know, um, all that, yeah, you, you you the things that you're advertised and uh, and also you like. Yeah, you're going through so much, and I was just yeah profusely sweating or gaining weight or whatever it is, and you just wanna, you just wanna fit in. So I put yeah. some, I put some little plasters. Great man. If anything else comes of this podcast, it's a nice little, um, nice little session, nice little therapy session for the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I'll um, I'll send you the dollar later. Thanks, man. I think it's your last question. All right, what's the most expensive food or drink that you've ever tasted? And most importantly, was it worth it? Oh, and will it, do I have to actually have paid for it? No, no. 
I remember tasting, you know, like the truffles you get, not like chocolate truffles, like the from Mus- the sea. What do you get? Like, sea? You what? Well, you get like mushroom truffles. Yeah, like mushroom truffles, that, but like the ones that are like flown in from Australia. Right. I used to work at, I'm sure I can say this, I used to work at Turnbury Hotel, which mm-hmm. is now Trump Turnbury, unfortunately. Mm. To be fair to him, he does good real estate, but he doesn't do good leadership. <laughs> But I used to work there as a teenager and it was a very fancy restaurant in the hotel that I worked at and they had what was, and it was locked away as well, was this like truffle flown in from, I'm sure it was Australia, that was from the sea and like, you when you know when you get truffle shaped, truffle macaroni and cheese. Yeah, and, yeah. And, but, uh, but this was like things that, that was so rare that was locked away. And I remember, like, oh, man, I'm going to have to see what that... Why is it? Because he went this block of truffle, which is maybe the size of, like, a um, a ball, uh, like a tennis ball, if not just slightly larger than a tennis ball, was worth thousands of pounds. Yeah. Yeah, some things and are. Went, and if people wanted it in their food, it was an extra, like, 50 quid for literally a shaving yeah. on top of the dinner. Yeah. So I once saw some residue lying in a plate. I went, I'm going to taste this. Yeah, I would. So I picked it up. I picked it up with my little finger, little fingers, little chubby fingers at the time, <laughs> and <laughs> and tasted it. And in all honesty, I just, I, I thought, the first thing that popped in my head, and I remember it, I thought, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, this, it doesn't taste like a mushroom, and it doesn't taste like anything. It just tastes like dry, dry, like dry. That's all I can t- like, like a dry bit of paper that yeah. was, that was just grated on top of somebody's food and cost them a good bit of money. Yeah. Now, I think yeah, I would say it makes that's... you question the rest of life. You're like, what? Somebody can sell, but you know, it, it's, it depends. Are people just marking it up? I mean, some of those things, maybe they're really expensive. You know, if they're in the sea and you've got all that expensive equipment to dive in and collect it, like there are some sort of... And then f- and then it'd be flown from Australia to yeah, Scotland. Exactly. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's crazy. And Because I, I asked Do that because be I've lot- tasted a couple of things, you know, that are expensive. I'm like, it's really not worth it. Or not for me anyway. I mean, that that was like the year, like that was like 10 years ago. I don't think <laughs> I don't know if the exchange rate for truffles has gone up or down, but I, 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 like the, the, I remember the chef at the time. He may have over exaggerated, but he he said it was like oh, it's thousands of pounds. I can't I can't tell you exactly how much, but and if if any bit of food is worth a thousand pounds in a, in a single item, yeah, there's something that's gone wrong there. Yeah, why why is that necessary? If it if if that piece of food kept you alive or gave you you know eternal youth or fixed any ailments, then I'd understand it. But when when it's just to fill you up, have a blimmin' prawn cocktail Pringle. Uh, okay, last question, Tim. Nearly there. If you were transported four hundred years into the past with no clothes or anything else, how would you prove that you were from the future? Or, like, by building something. Um, so you what? would have to borrow material and items from somebody else. Oh, it wouldn't be a quick thing. I'd have to, you know, especially because how could I convince anybody anything if I was just walking around naked? So I'd have to spend some time there gathering some clothes and then hold a, hold a lecture. And I would have built um, 
400 years ago. So wh when is that? That's uh, okay. So I mean, we're talking about like the 11th century. Um, I don't know. I, c I can't build anything. I can't. It's not as if I could build a light bulb or build an iPhone. Um, would, I could would make. You do any I can't even remember any history from the time to like. Do you know what I mean? Like I could be like, oh, in 10 years' time, the king will get killed by this person. Yeah, I, won't I suppose. And then they just then they just would think you... I was a witch and they'd burn me. You could just do something like, have you seen the film Yesterday? Yes, I love Yesterday. You could just go back and t when you go back in time and just like see. Not they didn't even have money back then, did they? I suppose you could wouldn't make money, but just get famous back. 400 years ago and just say you wrote <laughs> you wrote every good song imagine Despacito that'd be a tune they would they would love that back then well and they'd have me like playing that before the in the Colosseum before they fight lions and I don't know what, what was what was happening back in the 11th century this isn't a history podcast I don't know as you can tell these questions I just made up didn't really think of them just like everything really it's all made uh, up. We're living, we're living in a simulated reality, as I told you. That's it. Well, Tim. <sighs> deep. That was deep. That was great. Mm. Yeah, and you've, so, uh, you've, you've got that slight glow that we were hoping for by the end of the podcast as well. I know. Just a slight, just a slight little white patch under the... Oh, under, under the, the armpit. Yeah, you, under the armpit. You, you need what my teenage self had. I'll find you the link. Some uh, sanitary pads under the armpits. Yeah, yeah. Well, Tim, thanks very much for coming on to watch the chat with Adam Scott Pringle. Oh, thanks for having me. Anything you want to plug while you're here? I've created a couple of um, uh, short films, some online content for a theatre company that I work for called The Pantaloons. Um, and while being in lockdown and not being able to perform theatre, they've done uh, lots of amazing um, sort of online stuff from doing a Zoom play. Uh, radio plays and lots of their members have created online content which uh, I've created two little two little films one with my girlfriend uh, one where I play all of the nights of the round table and we're meeting to chat over zoom so you want something to watch go and have a look at that fantastic did they just google that <laughs> yeah stick it into stick pant the pantaloons uh, into into YouTube and you'll find all of the pantaloons content great thanks Tim Thanks, Adam, for having me. This has been wonderful. Okay, all the best. See you soon. Goodbye. Okay, bye. Bye. And that was the first episode of What's the Chat with Adam Scott Pringle. If you made it to the end of the podcast, well done. And if you didn't, well, you missed out. I have to say thank you very much to our guest this week, Timothy Phelps. I sure have to say that um, some of the topics we talked about, I didn't think... Um, we're actually going to happen if I'm honest but this is what it's all about it's all off the cuff a little bit of fun a little bit of banter we've got lots more of incredible guests coming up some actors singers performers comedians and even just some entertaining people that are not even in the industry if you want to call it that but I will be back next week with another fantastic guest thank you for tuning in if you'd like to be a guest please get in contact with me, Adam S. Pringle. I am on all social media, wherever you may find it, but not MySpace. And I miss people. I also um, will be taking in questions for their chat in the hat section. If anyone would like to send them in, 
through Anchor or any other way that you may be able to find me. But once again, I want to say thank you very much for turning up, for listening in, and I hope to see you next week. Bye-bye.